The Caliendo Cast with Frank Caliendo, John Holmberg, Scott Long, and the rest of the Caliendo crew. Informing you, entertaining you, changing your life forever. It's the most important podcast in the history of Western civilization. It's good enough. Talita, you clapped to start out the show? Yeah. (laughs) It's the studio audience. All right. We just start out with laughing. The whole show is just going to be laughing and giggling at each other and nothing going on. No. (sighs) So normal then. Scott, how are you? I'm good. Why do you lean in? You're still leaning into the microphone. Just talk. It's like in those award shows when people just, the microphone's there, but they do, at least when I'm talking about agent, they get on it no matter what, and everybody tells them, don't. (laughs) Don't don't do that, and now Scott's going to have stuff he's reading off of, some cards. Right. Here's here's how I feel. I feel the last couple of weeks you have not enjoyed the podcast as well as usual, Frank. And I feel like part of that is you haven't had anybody to yell at. Oh, that's true. And why, why, I why haven't given I, you? Why haven't I had you, anybody to yell at? Why well, I, I just feel like you've been, been so perfect. great. Yeah, yeah I've been, been so, so good. good. Well, so you changed. I'm starting off badly. No, here's the thing: you completely changed. Your persona on the show, and I think it's a gr- it's a positive because you went from just taking a beating, yeah. you we're getting a drubbing from us all the time, to angry Scott has yeah. become something that people are asking for more of yeah. on the internet. Sledgehammer long, okay. I call you. <laughs> He's come yeah. in here swinging it. He's the Gallagher of funny. Yeah, when you have rants, people are like more Scott yeah. Long rants. Good. I don't you have, have people any. fighting for you on the promos too. The captioning was covering your face on the promos this week. People were angry about it. Still too much face. Still too much. <laughs> the captioning could be bigger font. <laughs> people screamed out. Hashtag font long. Can you do that thing where you do the block <laughs> and then put the letters inside or of it? Just a blue dot over his face, like he's a witness. <laughs> <laughs> blur him out blur him out and describe disguise his voice scott sure. your your birthday is tuesday of this week holy cow it is how old ones, too. oh yeah that's so much in common because ramadan <laughs> you're both do that we do that we both have a sweet turnaround oh the fade away uh, the fade away um Yes, my birthday, and I'm very old. I am older than both of you. Combined? You no, know, it's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, we're one re- of those- so people know we're recording this on Sunday night. Uh, the games have just played. We watched We, we watched well, the first one. We play. sat through the second one. Boy. And I, am, I, I turned 46 today, born right. 1974, mm-hmm. doing the math, 2020. Uh, so uh, I almost said I'm 76 today. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, and Scott, you will be what in on Tuesday? I will be fifty-four, but I feel more youthful than both of you. Why, uh, why is that? You know, I I came up with this this week. <laughs> Surprise! You remember it? No, I know this it had to be from this week, or I wouldn't have. Millennials 
you know, I'm not one of those guys that hates on millennials right. uh, because I feel like when it comes to comedy, like you're John, for example, your life and even you, Frank, whenever something funny was said, you would be able to laugh no matter what. Sure. Where millennials have a whole different math. And that's basically OK. Was they, before they can laugh, they have to say, OK, that was sexist. Was that racist? Was that body shaming? Was that right. gender specific? Was that gender neutral? I can laugh. So I don't rip on millennials, but I feel like the old guy now, and that irritates me. And I just want to tell all younger guys out there, I can out fight or out <laughs> pump anybody half my age as long as I get a two-hour nap before. <laughs> I get a two-hour nap, but between 3 and 5 p.m., I am lethal. Yeah. Okay, that's my rant for this. Out week. humping is a very common term by the millennials, too. <laughs> I got out humped by that guy. <laughs> guy just totally out hunt me man i didn't want to uh, drop an f-bomb right at the start <laughs> like uh, we've been doing lately yeah but i'll do it you say you can punch fight and f- better than any man half your age <laughs> yeah as long as i get a nap before i gotta, gotta get that solid i'm nap. bleeping that one yeah you, you gotta bleep that, that one bleep it for sure I can, and then i'm gonna get flack for people going why are you bleeping stuff it's a podcast there's no fcc yeah, and i'm like it's frank kelly yeah. endocast it is yeah. fc <laughs> it is the fcc but you gotta you gotta say it out loud because it's it means less when you try to stand on that mountain and throw that sword into the ground and say, I can out-hump any man here. Just It's so it's almost the Disney of porn. Yeah. Did we lose Scott? Did Scott He's frozen. Him? He's been out-humped. Oh, no. <laughs> He's taking a, a digital nap right now so he can, he can out-hump you later. All right, let's pause for a second. What a face for him to pause. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll be right back. Scott's got out-hump us. He's going to text me any second something happened. <laughs> I like a guy facing his 56th birthday screaming, I can out-hump you kid. And there's the text. Yeah. Yeah. I am not working, he yeah. says. No, Take a nap. I don't even know where. this. How is this show going? This I'll know how, I know how this show's going off the rails this quickly. You. What did I homework. do? No, you. Scott's the one fucking everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not actually in reality. I'm never doing it at all. I showed up saying happy birthday. Talk. Yeah, jeez, Louise. I'm no Tony Romo. What? What? What's that Tony Romo thing? Where do you get that from? It's a setup. Because it- he's got he's got it all going on, Jim. <laughs> it's all happening for you, Jim. I can out hump anybody, Jim. We looked at each other and Letterman laughed. Yeah. Say- <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Jim, you're not going to believe what I you're not going to believe what I pulled off last night. This is incredible. This is right out of Scott Lunk's history on Pornhub. I hope this isn't another hump story, Tony. <laughs> Jeez, these millennials have no idea how great they how great I am. Tony, tell me how you think the game's going to go. Well, let me tell let me tell you this, Jim. Let me just, let me do that right after I tell you how last night went. Let's go to the millennial on 15. It was incredible and wonderful <laughs> and incredibly wonderful and incredibly wonderfully incredibly amazingly wonderful. Adverbs. He's uh, adverbial. 18. He's adverbial. Adverbial. Yeah, he likes throwing the adverbs out. It's fun to watch him, though, and he's going to be a oh, make more money on ESPN than he's ever made in foot. They haven't said where he's going yet. Doesn't matter. You just if think somebody's offering 10 to 14, it still eclipses the fact that most he ever made as a cowboy was eight and a half. Yeah. It's amazing. But he would have made more now if he'd have stayed. Yeah, but. The fact that he did play just three years ago and he never it's, eclipsed 10 million, which isn't. Yeah, but his contract was old. The contracts have been going. Sure. It's exponential recently. But I mean, when you look at Jake Plummer was making nine million a year in 1998. I mean, he's the second highest paid player. He was way overpaid. But the contracts have been there. Tony Romo was always the 
very reasonably priced um, franchise guy. And you start looking. I mean, look, it's a lot of money no matter what. But you'd have figured he'd have been around that 16 to 18. Joe Flacco nearly crippled the team. I mean, he got a Super Bowl. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Anytime you oh, – you, I'm going to say use the word overpay your quarterback, yeah. you lose money for the rest of your team. And then yeah. the quarterback has nobody to spend money. Like that happened with Favre. That's happened with oh. Rodgers. And they all complain. Uh, you know, They have no weapons. Well, yeah, the weapons are in your bank account. Yeah. Yep, you just can't and they, they, can't afford weapons, and that's the that's the way it goes. We're going to get to a lot more of the football stuff first. I want to talk about a couple things um, to kick this off. Again, Scott, your birthday, my birthday, my birthday, more important than your birthday because it's now. Uh, yeah, not no happy it's, birthday. It's the Caliendo cast. Oh, that's right, yeah. and it's also your show, right? <laughs> your show, your birthday, every day, every day, every day is the way. It's my birthday month. That's the way my wife likes to look at things. It's birthday boy weekend too. Uh, that might be something special at I, your house. Yes, it is. Nothing like that at mine. We have a thing like probably Scott and his millennial friends have that we try to <laughs> ramp up to my like you're 46. So 46 days ago, we start the. Uh, the the favors for forty six days, you're forty kidding. forty six for forty six. That's how great your life is. Well, it can be, but usually it peters wow. out around thirteen, where I don't even want it anymore. <laughs> it's just too. I've hard. never been there. I've never been there. To and not- that's when Scott Long comes in and out humps the hell out of me <laughs> and takes over. He outs I outsource the humping to Scott. I'm just going to tell you that if Frank and I were not doing a podcast and we were like uh, together at a dinner, his birthday would still be about seventy percent of the importance and mine would be 30 because that's our that's our situation that's the way it works (laughs) i'm not on the frank caliendo cast what if it's not for okay so here's the thing scott here's the thing that's indenture no 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 scott it's more like it's more like 95 five yeah i was gonna say i think you're not even close to 70 30 (laughs) i know i was trying you you're 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 uh link uh, your satellite link conked out yeah there were 30 seconds before we didn't have you back on today. Yeah. There was uh, – Mike Short was going to fill in. <laughs> not, a, not a huge humper, by the way. Very. But doesn't no. matter. Not His a bragger, Short. at least. So one thing, John and I are now, uh, as being the great friendship that we have, and oh, wow. uh, we're going to go to Vegas and yeah. we're going to go see a fight. We're going to see the heavyweight fight. We're going to see Tyson Fury. That's right. In February. Not Tyson and Fury. Tyson Fury is fighting Deontay Wilder. Did it sound like it said, it like said Tyson? Well, Tyson Fury sounds like the fight because it's Wilder Fury. But if you say Tyson Fury, it might confuse Oh, I just said, oh, no, okay. Mike yeah. Tyson is yeah, going Mike to fight Tyson. a current I've come fight. back. Yeah. I've come back and I'm much stronger than I ever was. <laughs> By the way, the first time people saw you, John, on this podcast yeah. in the in the promos and stuff like that, they're like, I thought you had Tyson Fury on the show. I'm like, we do. <laughs> we do. Yeah, because I'm does very similar. Great voices and characters. <laughs> I'm like a mini me to Tyson Fury, a chunk of Tyson Fury. Gives out uh, incredible licorice. That's uh, true. And I'll whip any man says different. I don't know if he's Scottish or Irish or Welsh or whatever, but he's just gigantic. So he's like Robert Downey Jr. in Doolittle. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, what is that? In Not the really promo, sure. I can't. Whatever it is, can't tell. Polyvu uh, Francais, doing French now. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But anyway, so we're going to go to that fight. Uh, Michelle, my wife, who has had no interest in even talking to me recently, yep. I said, I said, John, invite us to go to this fight. We're going to go to a, a, a weekend in Vegas. Whenever I tell Michelle I want to go for a weekend in Vegas, she's like, are we going to go on the same flight? Because she thinks <laughs> that our that if we go on a plane together, that it's going to, to go down and we're both going to die. 
She, the, she Megan wanted to fly separate this time because we're using that other airline, which I don't know if we're talking about. Okay, no, no, absolutely. Yeah. That's one. Of, that's what I want to yeah. talk about. So, Scott, and before you start saying this is rich guy problems, you will, but you would have, if I hadn't prefaced this. <laughs> right. So there's an airline here in town in, in Phoenix that's called JSX, and it's 30 seats to a, to, to a plane, and it's almost like flying private. Yeah. And it goes like four or five times a day to Vegas, but you can get to the airport 20 minutes before you take off. Yeah, there's no security lines. There's none of the nonsense. You just hop on, they put your bags on it, and you're in. And right now I can see Scott's, I can see the dollar signs in Scott's eyes. $129 one way. Yeah, I canceled first class tickets to go to Vegas the same day and looked at, and I'm, and I'm going to save. Like four hundred and forty dollars in the end. It's it's unbelievable. And then yeah. you get out. The only thing you can't you can park there. There's a valet kind of situation. Right. But most people just get dropped off. But I saw some people like Tom Segura and um a, and a couple other yeah. podcasters and comics. I thought I saw them talking about this online and sh- showing some pictures and video and stuff. And I didn't. Re- it didn't really compute. And I'm like, what is this? And then. I tried it this past weekend for the first time. I'm like, this is. There's no other way to go. Like, you get so tired just sitting at the airport oh, and waiting. Brutal. And uh, this was unbelievable. And the the flight back was delayed by eight eight minutes. Yeah, and they were they were kind of upset about it. And then we caught up uh, by the time we got back. So yeah. it 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 boarded ten minutes before. You could literally get there ten minutes before it takes off, and still go. This is how much wives. Don't love us deep down because the exact same thing Megan said I told her about. It. And she goes, oh, I don't like that. And I said, it, it's fine. Well, why don't you and Frank try it out? <laughs> if it doesn't work, I'm dead. So that's the test run you want to make here. That's the, well, I'd rather live. If it doesn't work, I'll be fine. That's basically what you said. Am I in the will? I'll cancel yours and I'll fly my way. And then you fly this new thing. <laughs> And then she was worried. It's like, is it for poor people? <laughs> well, because how it's cheaper? Poor that's what I said. But it's like, not cheap. It's not. It's she's not a- afraid of flying. I can tell you a story about Megan flying. We almost seconds from the no fly list. Seconds from the no fly list in Denver. Her mother told her, "Oh, it's terrible flying out of Denver," and she's a bad flyer. So we're on Southwest. By the way, she gets none of her voice from her mom. Apparently, no, no. Her, 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 oh, Megan. <laughs> That's mom. Oh, mom. So uh, she, anyway, long story short, we're getting on. We're C group. Uh, there's nothing but middle seats left, and we're getting on, and she's like, oh, oh, and I can hear it, and I'm like, you're fine, you're fine. She announces to the whole plane as we're getting into the middle of it, I'm not a very good flyer, and I'd like to sit with my husband. Will someone please move? Oh. And everybody's magazine or plane goes right in their face, oh. uh, right in their paper, and uh, and I'm like, it's okay. And she goes, none of you will move? <laughs> Oh, no, like, she oh, was no, no, no. that person. Okay, and then she starts getting upset, and she goes, Really? <laughs> Pardon the beat. Get ready for it. Here it comes. She goes, Fuck all of you. And I'm like, no. Go, 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 go. Calm down, calm down. I'm like, I'm not with this crazy lady. <laughs> she's on her own. And they're like, ma'am, please. So she sits in the row ahead of me, and the guy next to me goes, What's the problem? Like, she's a bad flyer. A, a few seconds later, stewardess taps the guy on uh, next, next to me, taps him on the shoulder, and says, uh, We're full. You have to go. And I'm like, Really? You're flying... You're flying free and just waiting. You couldn't move just in case. Well, I don't know. I'm like, all right. And so she ended up sitting next to me. She was a disaster. And they threatened to kick her off the plane. And if they had, I would have stayed on that plane. Yeah. She'd have oh, had yeah. to find her way back on her own. Learn that lesson. I had a guy walk past me. I didn't want to move seats. 
And because uh, it was a five-hour flight. I wanted the aisle. I right. got to pee a lot. <laughs> and I want to be able – I want access. I don't want to have to bother somebody if they fall asleep and tap them. Or so. right. I just want – I don't want to have any of that burden. I paid for the seat. I probably right. paid a full fare. I, I got it early enough chose that I that got – I chose the yeah. seat. I could have chosen other ones. That right. was the one I wanted. And um, and he, the guy goes, whatever. I go and I just I said no. <laughs> like I said to him, I go no. I paid for this. I yeah. wanted this. Don't do that to me. He's like, keep it down. I'm like, what? Yeah. You tried you to make me it. the bad guy. I have a theory that large people try to book the center seat. And then make you feel like you shouldn't want to sit next to I, I, I had a big guy come in and he goes, kind of a large dude, so I don't do real well in the middle. And I'm like, you bought a middle seat? And he goes, well, like you did this just to guarantee that you would make somebody move because it was a full flight. And I'm like, ah, you don't like windows. And that was all that was available were middles. So you get it and then you stand there and make me feel bad. I ended up switching because it was huge. Yeah. Well, that, that I, I didn't that, want him in the middle. That's the same thing with the... In that same world is the person that, and I've heard people talk about this before. This isn't anything new, but the person who sits in the middle seat, you don't get both armrests. No, you don't no. get to spread out and pretend like you're you even bigger than you are. No, you don't even get one. You, you scrunch. You got to scrunch. You in scrunch. You got the. If you got a middle seat, you got there late. <laughs> oh, on the on those flights, yeah, yeah. But where it's a bot flight, I think everybody gets one. I think you get one. One to oh, the yeah, left. Yeah, okay, yes. to the left. One, but you're right. Southwest Airlines. Southwest, you scrunch. You're a you're a D group. I'll jam. Maybe F. Here's a trick you can use on Southwest too. When you're a a a first grouper and you're flying alone, take the middle seat. Here's my trick. I take the middle seat as a first boarder. No one comes and sits by you. Ah. And and also, risky. Try it. Watch a little porn on your phone while everybody's boarding. See quietly I, but loud enough that people know. I don't go that far, but I do. If I, I'll do a lot of coughing. Yeah, <laughs> or have the bag, <laughs> the yeah. barf bag uh, out. You uh, with me. I'll, I'll rub my eyes a whole yeah. bunch. Red eyes. <laughs> I'll have, I'll have uh, early onset Ebola. Yeah. <laughs> Just blood pouring Just, out of each. No, eye. yeah, I bring we should do droplets bring of blood in our eyes for the JSX. Yeah, part. I go to the joke shop. And Props. I get some stuff coming out of the Props, guys. damn it. That's the key. That's it. That's key. You know what taught me? Carrot Top. Carrot Top will teach you how to fly. By the way, Carrot Top, <laughs> this, is, this is another thing. I get a text from Carrot Top, uh, and Gruden's at his show. So John Gruden goes to his show, and then they're texting afterward, and he's talking about how bad the Dolphins are. He slides the camera over to Gruden, and he's <laughs> like, uh, oh, because because uh, um, Scott Carrot Top goes, we need a new coach, and it goes over to Gruden. Gruden looks at the camera like, my turn. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and it turns back. Sorry, man, I can't help you. Yeah, it's like like just the worst. Like nobody told him that his cue was just listen for the end yeah. word from Carrot Top. It's the bad Saturday Night Live host. Yeah, just looks at the camera, looks at the cue cards, and then squints, squints, and then does the can't help you. Okay, so one- they, they they sent this to you, Frank. Uh, Carrot Top did, yeah. did, yeah. Okay, so who do you think brought up your name first oh, yeah. of those two in the lair of? Uh, by the way, Scott Thompson, Carrot Top, the original Scott that was supposed to be on this program. Is yeah, that true? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, you're the backup have, Scott. He tried could, to have Scott, uh, but in, on, in the audition, Scott Long out humped him. <laughs> so we went with actually. Ball. From what I hear, no, no, not true. No, <laughs> cannot, I cannot hump the top. No. No, if no, no, he's a top. Yeah, he's a top, and apparently, <laughs> if Scott Long 
is a magazine. Yeah. He's a yeah. novel. In a weird way, because people don't know Carrot Top's lair under the stage. We should go there when we go to bed. I was there last time. It's unreal how cool that thing is down underneath the stage. The lava lamp. The, yeah, it's this. It's awesome. And all the, the people like bring them gifts and stuff every time they're down there. And that's where Gruden was in this. And then I thought, Frank's got one of those, only it's like a pedophile's lair compared. <laughs> it's all just kids' toys. His is drinking and like cool rock and roll posters. And always porn stars there. Yeah. And you got to pretend like here. you don't know who they are. Like you've never seen ours, that Stan and Jan and the Smurf staring at me. Yeah, but and it, that's what it is there too. That's a, oh, they do have some of that. Yeah, Papa Smurf. Yeah, Smurf yeah. that. Oh yeah, they're in there. Yeah, what's the? Uh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Uh, Randy, Randy um, Spears. Randy Spears. Randy. No, wait. Wow. Who's the other one? Who's the other one you're going to say? Randy West. Randy West. Randy West was there. One time I was there, Randy West is like, who are you? You were down there with Randy West? Yeah. I don't know why that made me laugh, because I can't imagine how uncomfortable you were when those those conversations turned back to, so, what do you do? (laughs) Here's a guy who's going to bang me. Hey, I do voices. (laughs) Here's a guy getting hard as rock chatting with Frank Caliendo. I don't like this at all. Boom. I what? always felt like Randy West was the greatest actor of all the porn stars because not how he could keep his self, you know, working while he was working right next to Ron Jeremy. And he had yeah. about one third to work with that. I mean, that guy had probably the smallest. Yeah, uh, he put it out of the, put it out of there, though, and just went to work with his tiny yeah, little uh, hammer. And, yeah. And there was no Viagra or anything no. at that time. That Didn't guy. Stop him. Hall of Famer. He had no Andy Dufresne's it. tools. And look at what he accomplished. <laughs> right there. So. He got out of there. He got out. 500 yards <laughs> of the filthiest slap he'd ever clapped. It was, oh, God. Well. So true. If you lined it up. So I did some shows this weekend in Phoenix, and a couple of the guys who won the contest for KUPD yeah. uh, for the um, happy, ending happy ending show. story. A uh, happy ending story. <laughs> yes, we tell stories. We put people. I don't know speak. why I said story. I was trying to get happy endings. You know, I always forget yeah. it. So you help me with it. Yeah, I saw your eyes. And you just blanked they over. Kind of like when I saw Randy West. Yeah, that thousand yard gaze hit you again. And uh, Abrar, Matt Blair did a nice job, but Abrar Maniar, who had one of the funniest jokes, uh, he's like, he he did it one night, uh, but his his joke was, I think nine eleven never forget is offensive. To people with Alzheimer's, <laughs> with his accent, and it just crushed. It's killer. It crushed us so much. I was like, "You got to yeah. do that." He's like, "Well, sometimes people turn on me. <laughs> like, let them turn. Let it go, my friend. Yeah, yeah he let was it, let great. Him, he was he was really really funny, and they got some extra work out of it yeah. too. But that was uh, that, and I, they killed. Evidently, he said they were crushing. Oh, crushing, especially yeah. abroad. And we got to have him on here at some point. Oh, yeah. He's just so interesting and fun to talk to. But one of those guys that you just go, oh, this guy's got a chance. There's a thing there. Yeah, you sense it. Like say, it's different enough without being forced because he's yeah Indian. So his uh, his accent's immediately a gimmick, but he's way better than that. Yeah, and, and you know it like that. Probably like when they first saw Randy West, they're like, yeah. he's got it. Yeah, he's, he's got something. Got something. He doesn't have the right the tools. Thing. He doesn't have the thing. <laughs> doesn't seem like he fits in with the rest of them. But he's doing something different. He's got something special. He's got that. He's got that gift. He's the best actor, like Scott Long says. I would not hump you in a moment, my friend. Outsourced and out humped. 
<laughs> he had some of those, you know, this is, I'm not tech support jokes and stuff like that, but right. he had some other stuff. Oh, the Genghis Khan stuff he does is oh, hilarious. And just stuff we, you, none of the three of us could ever do. No. But just fantastic. Jose might be able to get away with it. Nah. <laughs> no, no one would understand him. Jeez. <laughs> you can understand me. Yeah, and, and yeah, no one will do uh, Abrar's work anymore because Hank Azaria is not doing Apu on The Simpsons anymore. What do you think about that? Before we get into the sports stuff, this will be our last thing, but it's... He's done it for 30 years yeah. to say no now you just feels... be mad about it now or indignant. You can ask the writers, I think, quietly to say, let's... Stray from the uh, stereotypes to make me a little the easy jokes, right? I can understand where Hank would say something like, uh, "Look, this is bad for me." Mm-hmm. Like you can write them, uh, and the voice thing is fine, but people place that on me. Nobody's right. ever going to say the writer made Hank Azaria say that. You still said it, so it'll come back on him. So maybe he's like, "I just don't want the heat." But I would appreciate it more if he just flat out said. You know, I never really was offended by it, but I guess people are, and I'm not going to risk it. Yeah, I think that's a fairer... Yeah, and then saying, because I just can't believe... Because they've done it for we... 30 years. And the reruns, he still makes money on that, and all that other stuff, to where it's like, you're still collecting off of it. If if you're this upset personally now, and I understand you can change your mind, then make a stance or something. But don't just say, well, I just think it's so insensitive that we should stop. It's like, no... You don't. You just don't want the hassle. Yeah, it's the it's the yeah. everybody coming after you, the yeah. cancel culture. I don't blame them, kind of thing. But also, I'd rather have somebody give me an honest answer and say I'm not I'm not dealing with it. Like what Chappelle did when he came out in his thing. He said, "It's you guys. You're the ones making me stop stuff. I'm not doing it. Right. So I'm not going to do this anymore because it's not worth the hassle. It's yeah. just not that funny. So okay, I'd be I'd, I'd appreciate that. We're always that on. I'm on that 100. percent Scott doesn't care. No. He doesn't understand. He's like, I no, it's just one of those where I feel like, you know, I got nothing I can even say on it. <laughs> Jeez. He's got, really? a, he's got an Apu hatred, a rant on deck. Apu me, baby. No, I'm just You like, know what would have been I, great? No matter what I say, I'm going to be wrong in some way, even on a podcast. You know, it's like Thank if, you, I, come if I have a, a great take on it, then I'll risk it. But uh, I don't have much, so I'm like, yeah, just stay away. I had a great take on it. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. I wasn't afraid. Yeah, it was of great. Scott. No. Strong. You're not afraid of anything. Scared of Scott. It's one of the things scared of. Scott. He, I mean, he'd fight me, and it outhunt me, but I'm not. <laughs> Still, <laughs> I just wanna... love those, saying the word. Hump. I just love out home. Yeah, you hump, now hump think is, that's great. I'm, I'm fun. It's funny again. Like you think it's you're... that funny in the desert with a with a camel. <laughs> And when you're eight, I get out hump this eight, I get out hump him, Yeah, dad jokes in the desert are always great. But like, by the way, I got eight to thirteen. Robert Downey says. dad joke. <laughs> Go. <laughs> See that cemetery over there? People just dying to get in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do a bunch of those. I both. Juliet. I hate it and love it at the same right, time. Right? It's Robert Downey dad yeah, joke because I hate dad jokes, but that's great. Oh yeah, it's just it's on purpose. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I told the darkest dad joke ever today. In front of a friend of mine whose wife uh, hung herself a couple years ago. Hanged. Is that how you do that? Yeah. I'm just, I, I didn't want to, hung want to get off the subject. I just want to um, use the correct. What would Randy part. West call it? It'd be the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Less than hung herself. Unhanged. <laughs> yeah. And I he was, said. Uh, he was unhanged. Because my wife asked him, do you still get money from her estate? I'm like, he can ask her, but she's just going to leave him hanging. And she goes, you can't do that in front of him. <laughs> and I'm like, I just did. And he's, and he's laughing. And I'm like, he's over it. Really? Over that? Yeah, like they a were divorced. Bit much. I think, oh, I think he might have been. That happy. makes it. He might have been, been the one. Might have been like, 
he's, he's good at tying things. I notice that every time I watch him tie, I'm like, I'm still not, I'm still not beyond the idea that you might have had something. What kind of knot is that, yeah. sailor? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's a tire. Yeah. What kind of knot was that? Yeah, well, I, I didn't I actually investigate. I just believed them. <laughs> is that right? Well, I believe you. I don't need visual proof of that. But yeah, I can make dad jokes, but they're usually so dark. Yeah, I don't know if yours are really considered dad jokes. Dark dad jokes. I don't th- I don't know if those are really dad like jokes. Like Robert Downey Jr. in Tropical Thunder. Dad jokes. <laughs> Robert Downey I think it's dark the dad oppo- jokes. <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite of a dad joke is something that's yeah. really dark. But it's punny. Yeah, remember, okay. I remember a little bit yeah. ago when I did the camel thing that was terrible? Yeah. That's a dad joke because it's yeah. corny. Right, but it's corny and dark. You know, it's it's the worst. It's Satan's. I don't know. I don't dad know. Corny. How can Satan's dad jokes? <laughs> yeah, I think father when it comes of out the Neverworld. That's right. The father of the under you know, underworld. You know how like a British person that's got a real soft British accent and they can curse and it doesn't seem like yes. cursing. You could tell a dad joke and it sounds darker than it actually is, John. Yeah. Frank says the same joke. It doesn't sound as dark. Hmm. I would think you just sound. You know, there's there's a there's a sense of darkness that just comes <laughs> from you. a sense of darkness that comes from you. I mean, you look dark, you know. Yes. You got the shaved head. You got, I mean, you're a little well, We scary. talked about it last week. It's my heritage because I'm from the, the original black-faced oh, yeah. Swedish clown who started sure. the rubber chicken. You have no relate. You're not related to that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah no. no. John Holmberg's my great, great, great grandfather. He's not. Same name. <laughs> Argue that. You're right. And done. Got it. Yeah. CSI episode five, over. Great, great, great. <laughs> That's it. He is my great dad. Great, jokes great. right there too. What's that? CSI. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think this. Oh yeah. Is going to be big. <laughs> it's uh yeah I uh it, we are discovering that it very possibly could be my my great 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 grandfather. No, you're not. Yes, we are. Really, his name is John Holmberg. Not because it, my great 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 grandfather's name was John Holmberg. This guy's John Holmberg, and it's working out on a timeline that's perfect. I have my aunt on it, who's a like into this stuff. <laughs> And I said, make detective. this happen. She's a, Nobody's going to ever question She's a detective slash maid. <laughs> right. And she's, she's a sitcom premise. That's right. She is perfect for this job. You know, if you were really Swedish, you wouldn't be funny at all. Yeah, well, I have half Scottish in me as well. Yeah, so that's, that's the, that's the fun part. Funny because yeah, Swedish people are I mean, not funny. I, I don't believe The Swedish chef is one of the funniest guys Because ever. he doesn't well, say anything. He doesn't know yeah. he's funny. Swedish chef has no idea. Bergy, bergy. Eggy, barky, barky, barky. He could have to hump you. Now put the blackface on him, give him a rubber chicken, oh, and he's my grandfather. Oh. That's the only way they can be funny. They they are not a funny people mm-hmm. at all. No. no. That, yeah. And yeah. Uh, early, one of the early jokes in my uh, act in the, in the 90s was that I believed that the greatest musical influence for Eddie Vedder was the uh, Swedish... Uh, Chef from the Muppets, the way he I sang. I can already hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was very solid in the nineties. You're not gonna do it. You gotta do it. No, no, no. I don't do bits on the show. No, I want to hear it. Morning. That's a setup. Yeah. I need to hear how uh, this ends. I don't even remember quite how it. I just I remember. You know, when I hear Eddie Vedder, I believe that his greatest musical influence was the Chef from the Muppets, and it's like. I can't even do it. But I thought you were like, going to go. Pergy, pergy, pergy. Oh, that's, pergy. that's better. Yeah. That's, better. <laughs> that's 
I would do. Romo still be now doing is that awesome, bit. by yeah. the way. It's pretty great. The Romo now is so good. Oh, the Ro- yeah, yeah, the Romo's come a long way where people yeah. aren't even complaining that it sounds nothing like Tony Romo anymore. Although some people are saying it sounds like Pat McAfee. I'm like, well, they're Ooh, close. Which Same discussed. voice. Very yeah. similar. Well, I told you, my Scott voice. Long, Scott like Long, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee and Tony Romo, all similar. Pat's been actually uh, messaging me today because he loved that Tony Romo tweet so much, and he's the one who's been trying to get me to do more stuff like that, and I even acknowledged him when it was starting to to, to take off. I was like, yeah. hey, Pat's been telling me to do this for a while. But he says things instead of like, honestly. He, he wouldn't say honestly. He'd say honestly. Yeah. Honestly. He says, he, there's, there, I don't know if it's West Virginia, Pittsburgh, where? Uh, umlauts. Somewhere there's an umlaut. Is, is that what it is? I think so. Yeah. Just two little dots over an O. Oh, is that like yeah. a Hummel? Changes, yeah, it changes the way you say the O, and I still don't know how it works, but. I don't get it. I don't, I don't. Like, I didn't. Like, crew. I thought umlaut, first of all, I thought it was a <laughs> a race of beings. <laughs> yes, they are, the umlaut people the umlaut. from Belmac. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they're, they Have you seen down. the umlauts? They're not getting in. That's why we started no. Space Force in the first place. No tildes. Yeah. No umlauts. Umlaut. Dot, dot. Umlaut. Little dots. Overused. Dot, dot. Umlaut. Diddy, dit. Da, da, da. Diddy, dit. Which is SOS. Tilde. Umlaut. Ampersand. Ampersand's made a heck of a comeback. We're very proud of that Incredible. one. Incredible. Doing really great. By the way. Like the at symbol. The hashtag used to be the pound sign. Right. Incredibly well-versed in this It's perfect now. It's keeping the umlauts away. The next big Frank, one. Frank, when you first took grammar, was that like super exciting for you? Because you are like grammar fanatical. I mean, were one of your parents that way? What <laughs> no. did your dad teach? My uh, I don't know what he taught. I don't think he should have taught anything. <laughs> Did he teach you anything? Maybe his softball stats. Two yeah. for two, Frank. Two for two. Turn a double well, play. I'm playing in, yeah, I'm playing you... in the 75 and older league, Frank. I'm a young kid now. <laughs> okay. I bet he doesn't need a two-hour nap. <laughs> <laughs> I, he shows up at shows of mine with a shirt with my face on it, just telling oh. everybody, I'm Frank's oh. dad. Frank's dad. Does it say Frank's dad on? Oh yeah, it's. I, if it doesn't, he's got a name tag. That's now. It. If you tell a joke about him, is it a dad joke? He loves it, and then he. Oh God, I'm sorry. See, that was a dad joke. It was. That was. It's a dad dad joke. That That's meta dad, dad joke. joke. Yeah, meta dad jokes. Meta. That was inside baseball. That went deep. Mm-hmm. Let's get into football. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, I had a question though for you guys. Since I, I love impressionists, a lot of comedians, you know, don't. But I do. I <laughs> I do. Is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah, Frank, a lot you know of people that, like right? comedians remotely. We <laughs> right. don't. Some don't. No, no. I'm just, you know that. That got a, a giggle out of Toledo. You know it's working. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Sean Soleil, he's yeah. just waiting to, for us to get to some football so he can have well, his guts yeah, ready for us. He's got a thing. Okay. Stone so faced my, all night. Yeah. Well. I didn't even know he was there. Oh, yeah. My, my question is this. Is there an impression that you have either worked on? Because I was thinking about this this week. That you've either worked on or man, it, when you do it, it hurts your vocal cords more than any other. I almost strained my eyeball once trying to do Randy Macho Man Savage too long. Okay, mm-hmm. and I don't like doing it since then because really? it literally shot up my 
mouth through my nose and into my eye, and I had to close. Toledo was there. He saw it. Like a sinus issue. It, it was weird. My eye just kind of bugged. And I'm like, ah. Shut it that down. That literally me. hurt, and we just shut it down. You shut it down. I, I couldn't yeah. go on. Can't it, do it. It was so intense, and I could feel how, where I was like really on top of it. It was a good one. And he then tried my it for half a second. went, oh. Oh, no, no. We're not doing that. We're going to snap yeah. and, oh, yeah. Oh, I can <laughs> feel it inside, brother. When you really want You're not supposed to. Oh, stop! Stop! Let me tell you something, brother. You gotta stop with the Randy Macho Man. I need an optometrist. <laughs> I got it now, but I was on it and we, too long, and my face was so tense, and I was pushing. Like you can do it, like you know, rapid fire hits. But we were doing something that he was in a conversation on the air, and we were right. going about two sentences in. You realize that's too much. It for was one almost. To do. It was almost like Scott Long at the beginning of this podcast. Yes, <laughs> yes. I had to freeze. <laughs> <laughs> And then somebody ice it because I was, a, and I, I remember we all started laughing. I'm like, I really think I hurt myself. And they're like, try again. I'm like, oh, no, nope, we're not doing it. And my eye was bugging. The best part of what we just talked about, I could see the math going on in Toledo's head. What do I have to keep now? What do I have yeah. to keep in the show <laughs> right. so this reference makes sense? Oh, God. And so oh, just stays. like, can we get to something it that I can stays. be involved in? Should see all the marks I have on this. <laughs> yeah? Already? <laughs> out, 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 out. <laughs> We got a four-hour podcast last 20 minutes. We can make it happen. I can do We're that. the kings of we that. We can crush that. Oh, I know guest. one guy can come in and fix this in a second. <laughs> one hour and 20 minutes later, that, that shit's cut. <laughs> <laughs> How long did that episode take you to, 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 to Quincy? Uh, honestly? About almost two hours. That couldn't have taken you that long. You just cut his whole chunk out. And just it wasn't put it all, quite yeah. that easy. You had to take every reference to him out of it earlier. Well, that's too. true. It was like marrying a Frankenstein, yeah. no editing. It, it had to have scars all over it. <laughs> the other thing I love coming in is when we get to the podcast is the stuff that's up from the week before yeah. that Toledo's left on the computer yeah. that he's been searching. Yeah. One time it was just Fat Matt Damon, and I had to, <laughs> I had in my head had to go. That was me, yeah. Fat Damon. A couple weeks ago. Yeah, and I just go, can we maybe get rid of that stuff so we don't have to bring some of those memories back? Now it's like weird, <laughs> like one of Mr. Rogers' puppets. Yeah, the history is uh, Rubber Chicken. <laughs> yeah. Uh, King of Kong. Uh, the cocktail scene with Brian Oh, yeah, Brian. Brown That's just all week. from last week. So you don't, yeah. you don't ever just X out? No, no. All you can do is one, and it'll say delete all. I remember when I first started doing this, when we first started doing the podcast, any podcasters, I was back here working on the podcast set every day, and now I don't come back in between at all. <laughs> There's like, I just like I need a break, and I need to come back, and it's more fun. Yeah, well, it's, it's a blast. Do we make it a job otherwise? Yeah, I, yeah, I, and I don't want it to be a job. All right, let's get into the football stuff. All right, go. Hey, let's I want to find out what your Every time is. I try oh, yeah, to talk your, about What's your impression that uh, oh, almost hurt you? Yeah, so here are – for me – a lot of times, and tell me if this is what happens for you, I will work on impression to the point where I'll lose my voice. I might yes. not have it at the beginning, and it's almost like muscle memory, where you break down the vocal cords or something like that. Like, let's take uh, an old school one, a Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, yeah. For years, uh, years ago, I would just walk around going, I can't believe it. I can't. And I might not have had it at the right. beginning, we but I would stop. just keep going, I can't. I can't. Then I would give myself a cold or something like that. I'd end up, I don't know if I talked myself uh, into um, being tired and worn down or what I did it so much, but I'd lose my voice for a little bit. I'd come back and I'd have the voice. Yeah. It's weird. I did that with Berman and this week, and it's annoyed me to the point where I don't, I don't even want to bring it up because I don't want to do it for about, uh, Toledo can attest to this too. For whatever reason, Christopher Mad Dog Russo 
has taken over my life. Oh yeah. From the I'm not doing it because I've literally got a sore throat from running around the house all the time yelling stuff, which would uh, I'll have to do this part, but it's just like Christopher Mad Dog Russo. Ready for more action here? Who you Frankie? Ready to go? <laughs> it's time for a little Christopher Mad Dog Russo. Let's talk about the 1967 Twins because everybody wants to. <laughs> 67 Twins. Maybe the best baseball team I've ever seen. And then, so I was doing around the house. Megan, time for dinner. And I realized he's almost Nick Tortelli from Cheers. <laughs> he is. Yeah, sort of, Loretta. But it's really high. But I wouldn't stop, and I started to feel like my throat hurt, and I don't want to do it anymore. I did his show one time. I didn't realize it was him until I got on the air and heard him start talking. They're like, "Come on!" It was at the Super Bowl. They're like, "Come on over. You got to do yeah. the show." And I get on. Him. He starts talking. I'm like, "Oh my god! It's How did I know this guy?" And then I was welcome like, to comedian extraordinaire. Frank Caliendo, I have trouble with L's and R's. What's his name? Mike, uh, Mike and the Mad Dog. What was it? Francesca. I gotta, I'll get work on my Francesca. Yeah, we'll just do Mad we'll Dog. Just do we'll Mike bring their the old Mad show dog. back. We'll, br- we'll have a segment that's Mike and the Mad Dog 2020. I- <laughs> in Mad Dog I think that's a good idea. That's beautiful. Yeah. They'll, they'll, we'll get letters oh, of cease and desist. Absolutely. And that's place. a sign of success. Yeah. That's great. And that's one of my great pet peeves is uh, since I'm on the road a lot, I don't get to fly on these, uh, you know, Illuminati airlines. You, um, great you, stuff. Uh, uh, Scott, it's the same price. Yeah, I know. No, still I, not allowed I, on the I plane. I'm, yeah. Don't joke here. I, so <laughs> I've had XM radio since it came out the first i remember you preaching that to me in the beginning yeah 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 and you were like doing colleges and stuff at the time you know so you were driving along that is run out of new york no one listens to sirius xm in new york because you cannot get it working anywhere right because of all the buildings so they hire mad dog russo for all this money and everybody who listens is like a long haul trucker in the middle of the country <laughs> who hears his voice and goes, that's like, that's like the nanny as a man. It's like the most annoying <laughs> voice of sports. I could ever hear. And they spend all kinds of money. And then you listen to everybody on that channel and they're all a bunch of New York dudes. Yep. Okay. And then you hear that then they buy Comedy Central presents all their Comedy Central, which and they, they have a bunch of hipsters and they have some stuff. And it's like from it, it's like, do you know, the, the number one rated show on that channel of all of them is blue collar comedy. Number one. Really? That's who's listening yeah. to XM Sirius Radio. The only one. Howard Stern is the only one from New York that people will listen yeah. to that are from New York. The rest of the country. I mean, unless you're real curious, Scott, about the final score of Davidson and Richmond, which happened just last week. I was there. I saw some of the greatest college basketball I've ever seen. For the rest of the show. All right. Turn them off. Yeah, the I can't do it. Turn Once you off. start, you Turn can't stop. Turn them off. Once you pop, you can't stop. Turn them off. I'm like Pringles. Turn them off. Like a delicious can of Pringles. Oh, princess, I gotta work <laughs> and here I will. Turn them off. With a weird little pause at the camera. A bunch of garbage. Because that's what I do. I pause sometimes. Let's get to a call. <laughs> Let's get to a call. <laughs> can I do the football stuff now? Finally, somebody to get to it. And this is the week. This is the first week where Scott keeps us from getting yeah. to the content. <laughs> That's true. Stop it. I have. I've wrecked things. Although we did get a Scott Long rant right there, which we've been waiting Thank for. You. 
Get a little Thank angry you. at cross-country truckers and yeah. New Yorkers. He's pissing no, off no, the wrong I, people. Hey, way I, to go off. I love cross-country truckers. <laughs> I basically am a cross-country. I'm, I'm basically a truck driver that tells jokes. That's I what love I I cross-country mean, truckers is another channel on XM. No, well, please put me on <laughs> yeah, that channel. I think it would be pretty solid. Talk to me, Big Daddy. Why are you driving? Uh, Scott Long, I hear you love us. Uh, I'm over here at the uh, Rip Griffins. Just waiting. There's nobody in the bathroom. He just sold out loves. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I hear Scott Long's making an appearance tonight over Next here. Next week he'll be at, uh, you Scott Long's going to be at Travel America. He's handing, out to, uh, he's handing out delicious stick candies from Stuckey's. Stick candies. Uh. Cross country truck stop comedian. I was at a Scott truck Long. stop. I walked into a truck stop and I started dancing to the music <laughs> that was playing. I'm just doing some dancing, and the the lady, the cashier, she's just like, "Oh yeah, go for it, honey." <laughs> <laughs> like in a truck stop, I'm hot stuff. I, in a truck stop, you're I, a good looking man. Oh yeah, you're, I you're, am Matt Damon. <laughs> in a truck stop, they're like, "Oh, here's a young one. He shaves." The one off I-10 just outside of Phoenix, I stopped one time and I went in and there's a, a thing of football jerseys. And it was a Steeler jersey and it was Junior Seau. And he never played for the Steelers. And I'm looking through the jerseys, there's like 15 of them, and none of the players match the teams. And I went, what is this? And she goes, we get the misfires. <laughs> That's great. And you still charge people for stuff. Just, I wish Junior Seau was a Steeler, said one trucker. Okay, what? John. Hold on, hold on. What if that woman had said, "Oh, Mandela theory. <laughs> There's a multitude of universes, and in another universe that's parallel to our own." This is Nelson Mandela's Junior's work. Th- yes, because a lot of people thought. I can't believe someone as educated as you don't know this. A lot of people <laughs> believe that Nelson Mandela died in prison, and he did not. No, he didn't. But okay, let's, uh, here's it was one. the president afterwards. Well, here's one for you. All right, you, okay. <sighs> Jiffy peanut butter. Remember that? I do. No such thing. <laughs> Stop. No such thing. What did Mandela do to that? Nothing. Had nothing to do with the Bill Walton with scooping <laughs> uh, with his hand. <laughs> Unbelievable. This. No, Jiff peanut butter. Yeah. Jiffy's popcorn. So people believe that it's a remnant from a crossover in time. Based. And that's the Mandela theory. Mandela theory. All based on the Mandela. You can look it up. It's on the Google tube. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How it is. Is. I think I think there's another planet where right now Junior Seau is playing football. Where the umlauts. You know the umlauts live. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the umlauts live. There. The umlauts. <laughs> dot, dot, they umlaut. were wonderful helping Willy Wonka. Umlaut. Umlaut. <laughs> Doobody-doo. I have a couple of dots. A Mandela. I ask you again, what in the world were you talking about? Well, let me just say I could have cheated on this one. <laughs> in a way, most people won't know. <laughs> Jay Farrell looked at me when I did that. He goes, I don't think you should do that. <laughs> That's good, but I don't think you should do that. I don't think you should do it. Yeah, because like, where am I going to take that? Oh, it's going to be in the promo now. <laughs> this is a pretty good segment right now. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, John, how you can spend thousands of dollars on owls. Thousands. But you didn't buy. But you didn't you buy. You still didn't get it. Yeah, no. But Spend. you didn't buy 
those jerseys that had the wrong names on them, that would be the greatest yeah. jerseys to wear around. You'd wear around people like, wait a minute, Junior Seau didn't play for the Steelers. Yeah. I mean, you should do a video walking through Pittsburgh yeah. wearing a Junior Seau <laughs> jersey. Remember, guys? Remember how close we were? in the free- No, no, I think, you, I think you guys got it wrong. Then you, you have a character that has a full backstory and the stats and everything ready to go on where oh, they played and that. when they played wow. and just confuse the, the crap, like yeah. uh, bore at them. Like yeah. totally, yeah. they don't know what's going on. Make it confusing. Yeah, I, I instantly regretted not buying at least three of them because one was Terrell Owens and that was uh, Dolphins jersey, if I remember right. And they were just all over the place. And I'm like, this is just fantasy jerseys. And I left and about 30 minutes later after she said, oh, we get the misfires. And I laughed, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. And then I got in the car, and we're about 20 minutes away. I'm like, I should have got all of those. What was I thinking? That's like all those are great later on down the road things. But this was when Junior was playing, so it didn't make any sense. So, yeah, I should have done it. I should have got them. If you were walking through Baltimore with a Roethlisberger Ravens jersey. (laughs) Wait, say the name again. Yeah, what's his name? (laughs) Roethlisberger. That was good, but that's not what you said. On the jerseys we have, it's spelled Roethlisberger, just like he said. Less of Roth and It sounds like Ross Dress for Less yeah. all smashed together. Yeah. Ross Dress for Lessesburg. <laughs> right. They serve food and nice uh, discount clothing. Ross Dress for Lessesburg. Start ranting. It gets you out of this. Yeah. You're getting smashed. Frank, you get, but you get a special energy that happens when you can hit me on some grammar or mispronunciation. When he has the it, misspellings. It, it creates energy. I'm willing to be that person. Can we I'm talk selfless. football now? Hey, is there a football yeah. game? <laughs> I was right about, I told you that the Packers were. We all agreed they're fake. Yeah, they they didn't belong. They were the worst team that made the playoffs in the NFC. They they really were. It did not feel like 13 and three. No, I mean, that was was one of my friends who lives in in Green Bay was, was saying, but just, you know, this is just typical of the Packers. And I'm like, dude, you've spent your whole life having success as a Packers fan only the Patriots fans and the Steelers fans have any concept of how good your life has been. Yeah. Think about Vikings fans and Bears fans, just and Lions fans oh. in your division. So, and my point was, is this team? I still don't know how they won that many games. It was a they, fragile thirteen wins, though. It oh. really was. I mean, because when they played teams that were good. Uh, yeah. The ball either bounced their way or they got trounced. That Niners game earlier in the year was worse yeah. than the one today. Oh, and people saying that that was not the way it was going to no. be. It was. It was. It was a known. As look, I think the Forty ers showed, and I've kind of believed it. I still don't know that they won't have a mistake or two. But if you get jumped by them early, and yeah, I don't know that the Chiefs are as strong in the trenches as this team. They're they're so well rounded offensive line and defensive line and that's all John yeah. Lynch has drafted for four years. Yeah. That's all he's done well, is We'll is get to that a little bit more in, in a second because I don't worry about that matchup yet. Yeah. But in terms of the, I had Packer fans actually texting me things because I grew up in Wisconsin. They were texting me things like, Well, we'd been lucky all year. Yeah. That type of stuff. They have. And they knew it, and Rogers was talking about this this that, this past week, saying things like, "Yeah, you know, people they didn't our fans didn't even think we could do this," and a lot of Packer fans are actually starting to catch on to the smugness of Aaron Rodgers at this point, and going, "I don't know if he gets to be that smug yeah. anymore." And Packer fans have always like just loved him unconditionally for the last ten years. It's like he can do no wrong. 
He can wear that pedophile mustache in November. <laughs> he can. All those things are fine. Yeah. Uh, he's Aaron Rodgers, and it's starting to be. Yeah. I, I saw um, uh, Trent Dilfer actually talking about this. It was pretty cool to listen to because Colin Cowherd was getting into Aaron Rodgers throwing off his back foot a lot. Right. Yes. He does not do it like he used to. Ever since you went on the air and did a little version of it, I think he got in his head. Really? He does not do the full on, ah, he just like, he's like, ah, this is the herd. Well, he used and to do that thing where he would uh, affirm everything for himself. He'd be like, my wife says I do this. I do. <laughs> I just do. And I'm like, I told him, he goes, he goes, my wife said I do that. She does. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm trying not to do it. So okay, I'm sorry. But in terms with uh, where were we? Throwing off the back foot. So throwing off the back foot. So Cowherd was breaking that down. It's just to hear broadcasters make choices and have opinions and stuff. Dilfer came on and said, "No, that's not a bad thing of what Aaron Rodgers is doing. He's not taking a step and he's throwing like that. He's turning his hips incredibly hard, and that's the new way to throw a football. You don't take a step." You just twist as hard as you can. Yeah. You get the torque from your hips. And if you're taking a step, that's actually a negative because you need more space. Yeah. It's like boxing. All the power yeah. comes from the hips and body. And a lot of the times they'll say, oh, he's off his front foot, off his back foot. If he's connecting, what he's doing is torquing the ball and landing where he needs to land. So it's, it's um, Patrick Mahomes has this thing down. But you're right. Aaron Rodgers is not – he's notoriously great at flicking a hard ball and nobody can figure out why one foot down and all he has to do is get those hips rotated that guy can throw it anywhere and that's the only i heard the same thing from dilfer and i had never heard that before either frank and i was when i would watch him i'm like you know follow through because i learned how to throw a ball from the punt pass and kick uh pamphlet (laughs) from ford dealerships of america (laughs) remember when they show that andy reed video where he's about he's about three times the size of every one of those kids and he's like Here's 13-year-old Andrew Reed. He's six foot two and 340 pounds. Go ahead. <laughs> Back to you. Yeah, Back no, it you. is. I, I agreed with, like, Dilfer says that, and it's like, I, I get tired of the guys who talk about the people on the field and how they throw. and they're, You know, mechanics matter in baseball a lot, but in football, it's how you can twist your body to not get nailed. It, it went from being like a pitcher yeah. to being like an infielder now. Yeah. Yeah. That's really yeah, what it is because if you as a quarterback you have to be mobile yep. you have to be able to turn the double play throw from the arm, arm angles and stuff like that. But it, I I don't think Aaron Rodgers one doesn't have the weapons. Part of that's because he costs so much. Yep. Uh that always happens. I mean, the people always say that about Russell Wilson who's my probably my favorite too. He's the best player but, in football. But he's he's so expensive that they don't have and then sometimes you start to wonder do the GMs go, "Well, we gave you all the money, so now we got to right. put some money on defense." Well, I again you looked at the Packers like we talked about, and Scott was on this real early. Is the the trenches is where they kind of spared cash. They had a good yeah. enough situation. They were in a division that, luckily for them, the Bears took a huge step back. The Lions stayed the Lions. The Vikings had a good defense and were a good team, but were also kind of scatterbrained. They were the most consistent team, and that's because they have the best quarterback. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if the Packers were. Uh oh. I don't know if the Packers. Oh, I just were. read a text you sent earlier that was to oh, Scott way back. Yeah, that was that was to Scott. Everyone hates when you say reboot. <laughs> I don't like how they talk about you. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted Scott to know. I know. 
sorry to interrupt that, but That's I right. just caught on to that. I apologize that I all sent right. that a long time ago when they were making fun of Scott know, for rebooting. I know, I know. Uh... But yeah, no, I think the Packers were that fake team because up when they met up with a team that, you're right, the money for the 49ers is Garoppolo gets a, a good amount, but he's not breaking the team. It that was, team it was is... the biggest contract yeah. in the NFL for a week. Yeah. And now it's But they're not paying anyone deal. else. Well, because they draft. Really uh, that's well. what I mean. And they've also gone out and gotten the right people uh, as free agents and stuff that aren't breaking the bank. I mean, George man- Kittles was a fifth round draft. pick. Yeah. Fifth. I went to the University of Iowa the whole time he was there. He caught 54 passes yeah. in four seasons. And the whole time I'm there, I'm like, why are they not throwing him the ball yeah. more? He's such a good athlete. But no one knew he's going to be Gronk, but faster. Yeah, yeah he's he's and, special. He's amazing. I mean, he's 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 their game breaking piece because yeah. they don't have a a wide receiver. No, they went out and got one. They went out and got Emmanuel Sanders this year because again, he's mm-hmm. one. They yeah, but they got a discount by getting him when they did. They they True. went and sound Richard Sherman. I mean, Lynch is has done an amazing job. Richard yes. Sherman was done trash heap. Richard Sherman. He was he's still shutting down half the field. And and yeah. everybody was like, "Ah, oh, he's too expensive. He's old. He's not getting." No, he's not what he was, but he's still better than most. And, and he's not expensive. Yes. And Lynch came from broadcasting as well. Yeah, yep. There's a there's a lot of these broadcasting guys that are doing really well. It's funny to hear the people in the trenches of football talk about how broadcasting guys are never going to work. Right. And now they seem to be because I my theory on that is they're hearing every team's they're on the inside of every team yeah when Gruden was at Monday Night Football he went to every team saw the inner workings of that team and you could piece together what you really thought would yep. work yeah no I mean you get a little insight on that and everybody kind of opens the doors to you because you're out of their business just enough they don't get I mean I, you make a good point I don't know how much they're well except for the Patriots yeah they give uh, you he, nothing. Was, he was never going to give anybody anything in those meetings right other than the basics and I think that's kind of the future because, yeah, you're right. A lot of these guys coming back in have had an, an open door to, to 30 teams. Yeah. So it makes Does sense. Does Belichick even give anything to his own assistant coaches because they all leave and they're terrible yeah. for the most, most part? Yeah. Well, I, you're like, I think Vrabel's going to be something. Yeah. But he I wasn't truly an assistant coach. No, oh, that's true. He, yeah, he left to be an assistant coach with Houston. You're right. Yeah, yeah well, they, they actually let him go first. Yeah, they that's traded That's why him. he had a chip – yeah. yeah, yeah, they traded him, and he had like you know it was like one of those like Richard Seymour deals where, yeah. uh, you know, or there's been a few guys. What's the guy with the Cardinals that's getting all the sacks? Chandler Jones. Yeah. yeah. Now he let go of him too early, but that, yeah. that sometimes that happens. But yeah, I'm just watching. You watch the first game, the Ravens and the Chiefs, and I felt like if Mahomes doesn't make the greatest play I've seen a quarterback make maybe since Steve Young. Did that field and to do it in the playoffs at the end of the half? That the one game, where he ran down was, the sideline. Oh my gosh! It was unreal. Just, it, it, yeah, and you consider, and I'm watching him, and I know a lot of times people compare him to different people, and the person that jumped out at me was this guy was like Randall Cunningham. Yeah, that's who he was because he was so fast, he could move. He's got a rocket arm. The big difference is, is that Randall Cunningham wasn't accurate as a thrower. Not like this. Or, and Mahomes is amazing. John and I that- have both noticed, and John had the great observation. Uh, he, he he coined it. Right? I don't know, but he packaged it perfectly when he said, "Mahomes runs oh like 
a, a speed walking mall walker. Yeah, like a woman in the mall. <laughs> like when he runs, it looks like a speed walker in the mall. I didn't have it completely down. I knew how to mimic it, but I didn't right. have the terminology for it. But he, he kind of walks from the knee. When he walks, yeah. he walks from the knees down. Yeah. When he runs, it's this, his the hips. Hips are very tight or something, but it's not like how everybody else in the human race runs. No. He's got like a little waggle. It's this weird thing yeah. that just happens when he goes. It looks funny. Yeah. And it like it's noticeable, but I wonder how it looks like coming at you. Because it might look faster or slower than it actually is. So it looks misleading to me, even watching it on TV. But he is, I, I, watching it again today, I'm like, this is this is the next level of next level. Like you said, Steve, you know, Steve Young guys, things like that. Because I really think that Mike Vrabel today in that game uh, had that kind of, I know they're going to get Henry, and he, he didn't commit to either the run or the pass, even though they were working early. And, you know, we'll jump way ahead, but uh, Andy Reid's game plans in clutch games are always terrible. Patrick Mahomes is the difference in Andy Reid's career now because oh, yeah. last week but and this week. But that's for every coach but It is, but Andy, Andy Reid's game plans are very like the way I used to look at Schottenheimer. Uh, it's like, why in the big games do you guys fall back? No one, and I don't, I don't think any coach in football takes their team and gets down 21 and 10 again two weeks in a row and wins yeah. both of those games. Well, they have an issue if they get down they'll get killed by to the 49ers because the 49ers pin their ears back and, and they, watch out. They're a better version yes. of the Titans. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I mean, what, they Garoppolo are. threw it eight times today? Nine yeah. times. Yeah, it, it, at one point it was six. Yeah, in the midway through the second half. Yeah, and they didn't need to. They were just de- devouring that line. Sean, what do you got? Yeah, it was it was eight times that he threw, which is one of the fewest times in a playoff game ever in the NFL that a quarterback has come out on top in passing yeah. attempts. I mean, the lowest is in the 1930s. Someone threw four times, but they didn't throw the football back then. Yeah, I think did but, they win that game? I mean, how how do you throw it eight times and still lose? I mean, that's. I mean, you you should you should be throwing it like crazy if you're losing. Well, and you're like, you know you, what? Still hand it. Did off. you hear Aikman talk about that? Uh-uh. Aikman was talking about it, and he said, "Yeah, I threw the I threw the ball eight times, but it was the second half. Yeah, because <laughs> we were just trying to yeah. hold onto the ball the whole time. But they knew they could do that, and usually they were up fourteen points. But Andy Reid, and and this is not you know just keep bashing Andy. Uh, went into both of the last two Hold games. On. The time is yours. Thank <laughs> you. The last two games were. Poor plans, and once they got off script, and Patrick Mahomes started to be able to freelance a little bit, the thing but maybe that's the, Matt, maybe that's the idea of it is you just it's a setup. But no, beginning is a setup. setup. Drop twenty points at home. Take the well, they missed some. Were there some misses as well? Yeah, but it's just preparedness. Any other coach gets blamed for a lot. The team doesn't look prepared. They're dropping passes. There's false starts. I don't know. Maybe I, I think I, Andy Reid's history. I just this. want Andy Reid to win. I That's like Andy Reid, but you go back to the 08, I love Andy. the 08 NFC Championship game when they played the Cardinals. They would have won that game had they not dropped down 24 points in the first half. And then they had to fight, 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 and they almost did it. Every, there are a lot of drops there. But again, it's a, the one common theme through it all with Andy Reid's clutch games are while we got behind and we almost made it back. Patrick Mahomes will get you back and then some. Okay, here's here's my two thoughts on why the Chiefs actually have a chance. Uh, and first off, they have two really good offensive tackles. The Vikings had terrible offensive tackles. Oh, yeah. The Packers, Balaga is always hurt. He's playing hurt. He play, yeah. He's tough, but he plays hurt. The other guy's just okay. The Chiefs have uh, Schwartz. 
who uh, Mitchell Schwartz, I think there's yeah. the brother that does uh, some TV now, but he's very good. And then people don't realize Eric Fisher was the first pick in the NFL draft yep. as an offensive tackle. I think he might be the only one ever to do that. And he's a good player. He's not probably hasn't been worth the number one. So you've got that. Then there's the other issue that you cannot scheme for. And that's Tyreek Hill. Yeah. He's the one thing that as good as the secondary seems for the 49ers, you know, they face nobody that has that kind of no one. There's nobody in the league that has that kind of ability. And so you put those things together with this super magical quarterback. You're right if they get down. But my big point has always been the Chiefs will be better when the weather is nice. Yeah, that's true. They had to play yeah, in freezing point. cold weather today. This is a dome team that plays in Kansas City, and they are built to play on a fast track. So yeah. truthfully, they should have no problem in Miami so I give him a real chance. Uh, you know, Andy Reid, I, I do feel a little nervous. His time management's never been good. No. Uh, in games, in and big games. And I think games, his game but- plan's always going in or always questionable because their teams, his team always struggles. But I think Patrick Mahomes, at least right now, and probably for the next four or five years, he's going to be one of those things like it doesn't matter who the coach is. He's going to make the coach better. He's he's a transcendent. But why do type all the why do all the insiders and stuff say Andy Reid is such a great offensive? I think mind. he is a great offensive mind. I think, just except for those big games. I think. Well, Marty Schottenheimer was a great Hall of Fame right. coach. Could not win the big game because he tightened up for whatever reason. It's almost probably too good at it, and he gets to second guess and, and outthink himself. And when it doesn't work, they're like, "We got to go back to the drawing board," and they have to dig back. No, no coach comes back from what they've been through in two weeks without Patrick Mahomes, at least in today's game. There's no way. No, I don't, I don't I mean, no, you're right. Not that. one quarterback other than him wins either of those games playing today. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe Russell Wilson. Maybe Russell Wilson. Today. With, with that, with that team. Maybe oh, yeah, with they the have Chiefs. A lot yeah. of you think young weapons. Aaron Rodgers does it though? Uh, I think Aaron, I, Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. The only reason the Packers are where they are is because of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, right. that guy's yes, that he's the magic, chance. and so he's he's got that. But with with the weapons and I mean Kelsey and things that he yep. can go to with his ability on top of it all, nobody wins that game without that. I mean, you can go back to comebacks and all that stuff. One, I'll give you one in a playoff round. You do that twice. Yeah, Man, that's, that, crazy. that's impressive, and that's all on one guy. Well, every I, I, it goes back to all year. Everybody was on Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, and Mahomes was hurt for a little bit, and he doesn't look. That knee looks better now. Yeah, and it looks great when he's out there mall walking, when he's speed walking, <laughs> yeah. when he's doing the carefree commercial from the nineties. <laughs> feeling good about yourself, feeling carefree. <laughs> I think he's so good. His the the worst part about it is guys that are that good sometimes are taken for granted because it looks so easy. What he's doing, like us on this podcast, exactly. <laughs> Bang! Hey. <laughs> we go. Oh no! No, it's <laughs> put fingers together. It's Please. it's that weird thing though that uh, when somebody is, it's so effortless for them to be amazing. I think Joe Montana was better than people know because it was so easy for him. He was so cool. In situations everybody else would choke or throw a wobbler, he was so good. Patrick Mahomes has that, and he's got the next level of it, too, because he can run. He does have some type of calmness to him. Amazing. 
Russell Wilson has that. Too. Wilson's got. Wilson's oh. developed it. Yeah, I think Mahomes had it coming in. I don't know what he's going to be capable. I think his dad. His dad was a pitcher, right? Yeah. And pitchers have a long to have, time. Yeah. And they have to a have a short term memory. Yep. To relief be a pitchers, good pitcher. especially. Yeah. Especially the, relief pitchers. There's no position. Maybe a field goal kicker, but a field goal kicker is not kicking. You know, uh, forty games a year where he's trying to close. I mean, he was a closer at yeah. one point in his career, but he was mostly a seventh or eighth inning and he's got all these weird arm angles we were talking about yeah. that are like baseball i wouldn't be surprised he's got two more weeks you might see him pull out a quizenberry a toby <laughs> he might bring it down really low kind of a submarine or at least a chris sale he's bringing up the old royals which i remember quite well gene garber used to go backwards to front <laughs> look at second and then back to first louis Heon, also very good at that we'll be right back how about a little todd which hand do i throw with <laughs> yeah <laughs> At first, I thought you were bringing back Mike Francesca, but then I realized what you were doing. Yeah. Loved every second of it. You're unleashed with the mad dog. <laughs> I can't the stop. movements you have. The posing and the pausing. Oh, we're bringing it back, and I hate ours. The funny thing, here's what's really great, is you when you go forward and back, you look like you're in Fast Forward and Rewind. <laughs> oh, really? Moves. My body? Yeah, I look like a 1920s Going forward movie. and come back. Bring it forward and bring it back. Forward, forward. Sound like? There's a, I don't know. There was always like a character actor from the 80s who was the nerdy, turtle-ish looking kind of guy that was like, we're going to do one of this and going to come back here. I don't know who you're talking about, but whoever it is, they owe me money. And we're going to circle. And ha- bingo! <laughs> You've unleashed. You're unleashed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it has been all week. It is. It is frustrating to me how he won't go away. I can't help it. Those are fun, though. I think they can. Be. I think we've lost. I think we've lost every long haul trucker yeah. that was listening. <laughs> They're like, I love this podcast. I'm not hearing a bunch of New Yorky. You know, mad dog Russo's, and all of a sudden it pops out. Here it comes, it comes back over. again. What are you going to do about it, trucker? Trucker. I struggle with us. <laughs> struggle. The key word. I have a struggle with y'all. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. Struggle. struggle. That's our shaming. Here's what I do I snuggle. I say, nah, I don't struggle with snuggle it. Struggle and struggle. Snuggle and struggle. Sometimes I do that at home like Scott Long and you're on home speak. There's nothing to do about it. I struggle I said, with a muggle. Don't get me on a rant about that. Give him a huggle. I'm struggling <laughs> now with it. It's a Mad big time struggle. What a show. I love it. <laughs> oh, boy, am I It is kind excited. of that. It's just a little droopy dog. How is this? Oh, you make me so mad. It's him. <laughs> Let <laughs> me just say It's cocaine this. droopy dog. What a terrible game that Packers... 49ers game. You are unleashed. <laughs> it's Droopy Mad Dog. <laughs> you are unleashed. <laughs> uh, to struggle with the R. I'm so mad at the Houston Astros. <laughs> Jose Altuve wearing a buzzer. He knew it. Don't you make me any angrier than I already am. You're unleashed. You're unleashed. <laughs> I love that it just toggles out to him. You're unleashed. By the way, you're unleashed. Hey, anyway, Buck. Who's going to win it? Now we got the yeah, matchup. Chiefs Niners. And by the way, isn't it great? Unlike baseball in the last few years, although a couple of years, uh, 
the two best teams. These are the two best. Should be there. It, it all worked out. You know, it there did. were no, you know, the teams that probably were pretenders, like you said, like Lamar Jackson was the one everybody was going nuts about. And to our credit, even here, we're sitting back going, I just don't see yeah, good, him going. Good, highlights yeah, over highlights. a full game. He is a full highlight machine, there's no doubt. But I didn't see that getting past a solid team. I didn't think it would be the Titans. Yeah. But when the Titans stood next to him going into that, I'm like, they're a rounded team. They don't have to rely on things to go crazy to win. And I think the Ravens kind of did. The one thing that the Titans going against Kansas City told you today is that Kansas City was for real, that they yes. are a real team. Because yeah. the Titans, while not superstardom, were a solid team the right. way they got on a roll and were playing. At, they got at exploited a today to me when Vrabel didn't say, I'm going to let Tannehill surprise you or I'm just going to stick to my gut. He kind of w- wavered on, okay, I know they're stacking the box. I mean, there were a couple times when they went, go- they p- pointed out during the game, they went goal line defense on the 30 yard line. They're like, you're not running him past us. Go ahead and beat us with Tannehill. Good luck. And Vrabel didn't take the bait, and he probably should have. In hindsight, I bet his biggest regret is, yeah. I should have unleashed Tannehill a little or earlier. Or maybe Vrabel wanted Andy Reid to go to the Super Bowl. Or, or he's I mean, that just happens, in on it. Right? <laughs> sure it does. I mean, maybe, maybe he's the stealing teams, signs. Yeah. Oh, oh. You, you, you saw it the week before when O'Brien went for a fake punt on fourth down. Yeah. All coaches know – if they don't have a superstar defense, and there yeah. aren't many, that you have this incredible pressure that you're like, I don't think I can stop them. Yeah. It was that famous play when Belichick went for it, the first person to ever really go for it in their own territory in the NFL. On fourth and one, they did it against the Colts I remember on a Monday night game, and he got ripped for it. And he's just told, he told people, my defense could not stop Peyton Manning and that offense yeah. then. I knew the only way we were going to stop him is get a first down so he doesn't get the ball back. So I think these teams get freaked out over the skill level and the explosion of the Chiefs. And the, the, the Titans desperately needed to run the ball and control things. And the yeah. weird part was in the second half, I'm going to give Andy Reid some credit here, and oh, yeah. he had some guts for it. They ran the ball. They yeah, ran they, it. They, they clocked the Titans. They cl- and no one could have guessed no. that. So, it, it we'll see what happens. It's it's an exciting game. Yeah. I'm I'm this is this is what other other than I'm trying to think if nobody was good enough in the big markets. This was the matchup as it got going that Fox wanted. Uh, yeah. yeah, they oh, yeah. wanted Patrick no, no. Mahomes. They yeah. well, did you not got, want the Titans. You got both sides of football that everybody loves. Oh, you've yeah. got running games. You've got exciting uh, splash players. You've got defense. You've got line play. Nick Bosa, unbelievable! How good. Well, again, look at that front four. What Lynch has drafted yeah. there. Bosa is feeding off the fact three guys need to be double teamed, including him. So you pick your poison, and if he can beat one guy on the outside, the other two are coming in. It is it is amazing what they've done with those lines, and I, I just I, I think this is a great matchup because, and it's hard to bet against a team as well rounded. Football still in the trenches and still the ground game to me. So splash players all you want with the Chiefs, they're fun, and I think yeah. they could light it up. But if you're if I'm a betting man, I got to go with the Niners. To that end, if you like the front of the 49ers as much as you do, my only concern is. Mostert obviously today for the 49ers went absolutely off over 220 yeah. or 220 yards four touchdowns only player in NFL history to do that the Chiefs showed that they can stop 
their opponents from running the football. I mean, Derrick Henry was one looked like he was going to be the best. Yeah. Most when team. Ryan Tannehill's the other option. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know, I you think see- I think when you're committing to a Derrick Henry team who is winning because it's only Derrick Henry and how many yards did he have today? He had like seventy. But again, I think Vrabel abandoned it once the Chiefs. I think that is a thing very true of coaches too. When you start to see the magic of Patrick Mahomes, you get a little starstruck. Yeah, and you get you change what you're doing. And that's what they happened. did. Yeah, I think that happened today. But well, that you, that you, would happen with the uh, Lamar Jackson as well. From a ton year, but of this time. is just a bigger, better yeah. version. I think there's truth to the idea that's like we can't fall behind. Yeah. And we can't let them get well, momentum they're not when they built. do. The Titans, although they did come back against the Bills, right? Yeah. Or was that the Texans? That was the Texans, right? Well, the, the Chiefs did. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're saying. yeah. Well, they did it against the, the uh, uh, Chiefs earlier this year. Right. They were down 14-0. But that's not how they're built. No. They're not, they're not built to, to come back. They're no. built to... to and, and to the credit of the Chiefs, in the second half, they did exploit the fact mm-hmm. that the Titans don't have any fast linebackers. And they started to run those jet sweeps, and it really kind of exploited that. And then they could run the clock down. I mean, they, there were a few moments where you're like, wow, they saw that. and they Sammy Watkins it. is Kansas City's fourth option. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's surreal. Yeah. No, they are loaded with weapons. But they can be beaten. Yeah. I th- I th- That's the crazy Because they have flaws. Yeah, they're flawed. There are flaws. Yeah, they're Sean, flawed. Can, can Garoppolo, I mean, let's say that, the, that the Chiefs stop Mozart, they can't get the play-action game going. Can Garoppolo, in your opinion, go in a shootout toe-for-toe with Patrick Mahomes? He has more comeback wins than anybody else in the in the league this year. Why don't we feel like Garoppolo's that good, though? Like, he doesn't I don't, lose. I don't feel like he is. But why? What's because your feeling? Well, I, I guess I look at it as I, I looked at the playoff quarterbacks. I just don't get this feeling like if they're down, he's going to – take over and lead them to some kind of thing because he's just, handsome they, i yeah. don't think they'll have to i think but, but here's the here's the reason i think and this has been my beef with the nfl in a while for a while and especially because it's media based and you know radio show based but uh he's not radio. mahomes nobody is but garoppolo hasn't had to be unleashed so he's not a fantasy football favorite so people assume eh, yeah. he's a middle of the pack stat guy if he needs to be unleashed every time so far this year they said it's in your hands he won the game. Every time they've given Jimmy Garoppolo, like, hey, we're down, go get him, he's marched right down the field. I mean, the guy, and, he, and he's got a special arm, is really good, his ball placement's great. I don't think they have a need for him to go out and throw for 350 yards, so he doesn't show up on the stat sheet like some of the guys in today's modern football do. So I think it's just such a well-rounded team. Pick your poison. You want Jimmy to beat you? He can. It's not going to be beautiful, but he can. I heard uh, Cosell. What's the younger Cosell's name? He's not that young, but he's not Howard. Greg. Greg Cosell. Uh, yeah. Greg, about, he's he, great. Yeah. He's Yeah, brilliant. But he's talking about how Garoppolo is r- truly a rhythm thrower. He's yeah. kind of Tom brady light. There's a lot of yep. similarities, a little more mobile mm-hmm. than Tom Brady ever was. But that rhythm passing game, that's not Mahomes at all. No. Holmes is better no in trouble creating something yeah. new. And when you got receivers that are faster than the defense, you can make enough time for yourself and throw it that far with throws that nobody's ever been yeah. able to make before. That oh. weird. It's just off kilter. It's it, it, stuff you just don't expect. So, yeah, it keeps everybody on their heels. You're right. You're absolutely right. The Mahomes well, that, does like, things improv. He improvs things better than people can do. 
In yeah, it's better because it, once if you have more time and you have that line protecting oh. you, it yeah. opens up the field. It just becomes flag football yep. because they can't they can't put their hands on the defenders. You saw it in the Packer game. Somebody got loose in the end zone because Rodgers bought enough time, and they run one way, they run the other way, they yeah. run back and forth, and eventually the defender slips or can't. Something happens. Yeah. Nate Burleson said that a couple weeks ago in NFL uh, on the Good Morning Football show when he's like, I love a quarterback that can give me a second chance. I might, I might lose the route, and the corner might have me, but if you give me a chance to run a second route on the same play because you stepped out and bought me a couple more seconds, I'm going to win the second. Nobody's guarding me the whole time. So yeah. especially when it becomes improv and you've got a guy back there that you trust is going to get out of pickles. I mean, no, I don't think there's anybody that's been as good at this with the arm and accuracy as Mahomes, maybe ever. And that's, I know that's a real hyperbole stretch, but I think you're right because Randall Cunningham had every bit of this and couldn't throw the ball nearly as well. Or no, he just wasn't accurate, no. but he could do everything yeah. else. And I'm watching it. I, I think, you know, this is going to be a definite when the Chiefs are playing offense and the 49ers are in defense, that, that's maybe one against one yeah. best offense against best defense that sets this is just such a good super a bowl matchup. most super bowls i go into i'm like uh this isn't gonna be what's the last ride. super bowl you remember being this exciting with two teams you really thought I, you don't know who can win i i wish i had seahawks broncos yeah i was gonna say that was the first one that came yeah, to mind for me too was top defense versus yeah. top yeah. offense i think that, that I think was right. that was one of the championship and, and that's i agree why you're here sean and I, yeah you're right defense wins championships i think san nice. francisco's got that and the, the other thing that's fun that you can't really count on is coaching this one's going to be about when the number one offense meets the number one defense and you start seeing that chess game we know andy Reid sometimes you know Kind of gets a little. We don't know what Shanahan does in these situations. We're not sure yet, so you can't Pulls really his hat down. Yeah, yeah, he just gets. He just gets. He's a low wear. hat wearer. He's not quite run. Quite wolfly esque, but he's young still. What? There's time. He wears a flat brim, which you yeah. just you just don't see. He's a young. Coach. I wish his. I wish his dad would have worn a flat brim. Oh, that little tiny face of his Mike dad. Shanahan. Oh. Who looks like the comedian Fred Klett, by the way. Google Fred wow. Klett at some point. I uh, did a fundraiser uh, about for Fred Klett. five months ago, and Fred Collette was there. Too. Fred Collette or Fred Klett? Yeah, it was for two guys. I bet him one time. Is any? Does it matter? Well, I said it three times it? before you said it. He's the Shanahan I don't know if you've, if you've Isn't he? Does he go to Shanahan? He looks just like him. That and Robert England. <laughs> it's Robert England Shanahan. Very funny guy. Yeah. No. The, Actually, uh, Fred... I'm a little concerned about Klett. Uh More handsome than both of those guys. If he's listening, I'll just uh, say that. I didn't think that he was that bad of a looking guy. Wow. But when you're comparing him to Shanahan and England. But nobody said a, they were ugly. You just made the jump to we must be I making fun of I think they're both kind Klett. of scary looking. All right. Final <laughs> thoughts from everybody as Scott Long obviously uh, offends everybody. He's revealing uh, I do. how he likes uh, truckers and. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just loud. By the way, Jose Meza. Meza. You, I could say Meza. Meza. Right the- Jose Meza. Meza. I always Meza. said it right until. You said it right the first time. Meza. And then Scott, I start thinking about how Holmberg says it. Meza. It's, it's Meza. 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 Meza
Is it yeah. bad that all I wait for now when since Jose is here is those animated moments and Scott at a truck stop oh. animated <laughs> Scott at a truck what stop I might long be a... for out of today's podcast. That pun be, intended? Yes, that oh. would be a good one. You should you, you want to talk about history as far as my internet goes. I'm surprised the FBI hasn't came knocking on my door yet. For truck stop stuff that Scott says? Uh that's going to be yeah. next on the <laughs> it's list. Gonna be on there. But you, you, should, got you know what lizards coming up on me. Yeah. With the penis palsy for Oh yeah, we had to do that for my show. And you can't have that on your show, Frank. No, he can't. No, I don't. It's disturbing. Just stop keeping but it's not that bad, though. I, I, I did a friendly it's PG bad. style. It's bad. It's bad. Oh, Just oh. quiet down over there. It's the content that's yeah, bad. The longer you talk, the more the police know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final thoughts for everybody. We got to get rolling. Scott, uh, I was hoping for something from you. <laughs> I felt very good about this podcast. I think you have uh, had to feel good about this one, Frank. Right? Why is that? I just think uh, you just your energy was like up. It was oh, feeling good. I feel man. like it's been it's a little birthday. low the last couple of weeks. I like I like that. That's true. It's your birthday. That is happy birthday. I like that when you ask Scott. This must have been a thing when you guys used to tour together at the ends. Like, how did that go? And then Scott turns into Bundini Brown, basically starts. Saying, you were great tonight, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were, I don't even know, man. You was. I tell you what, man. I ain't never seen anything like well, your eyes lit up. That's why I didn't even get it. I'm like, what? I never. Yeah. I, I, your eyes lit up. Your energy was strong. Yeah. I didn't know if the night could go on. Well, I... Then you said, let's bring it out, Scott Long. And I came along. Thank you. For the show that you created. Jeez, I... You had a great yeah. night. You're right. You're the champ. I'm a hype man. Thank That's you. right. You did a great job. I'm Thank Jerome. Win the time. And what? what is what is Holmberg? A cut man? Yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm Angelo Nick. Dundee. Cut me. Yeah, I'm just Dundee. Come so, on. You look terrible. Up. Salehi, final thoughts? I'm just excited for this Super Bowl more than anything. I think the Pro Bowl is going to obviously you can hear it in his be, voice. Be terrible. Yeah. As usual. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sean, could you be more generic at this point? <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Uh, Sean like is brought to you by Wonder Bread. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I had to Jose? get a shot. It's been a while. Take your time. Yeah, I got. I just. I'm also excited for the Super Bowl. I hope it's. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. Don't do that. That's no. enough. Of no final right. thoughts from anybody. We'll see you next week. Happy birthday, Frank. Yeah. Right. Happy birthday, Scott Long. Happy birthday, Thanks. Scott. Yeah. Happy At birthday, least five percent. You know what? Ten percent. Thank 10%. you, Frank. Happy birthday. Whole Maybe birth- for your birthday we could eliminate one letter from the alphabet. You choose. May I suggest R? I struggle with the R. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> One last final thought. I have some great thoughts about the Super Bowl. I'm incredibly excited. Right. Coming up on the show, Mad Dog Russo with his brother, Droopy Dog Mad Russo. <laughs> the Super Bowl is going to be so much fun. Couldn't agree more, Droopy Mad Dog. Couldn't agree more. Now. <laughs> Sorry about that. I broke for a second, but I'm better. No. <laughs> this is going to be a great Super Bowl. Number one offense versus number one defense. That's exactly right. You've been doing all your, you know, you're still more exciting than that he guy. <laughs> <laughs> Very excited about the Super Bowl when you talk about it, Doobie <laughs> Madrid. Look how happy Scott is. He's like, they got somebody else to beat up on. <laughs> He's only had one every couple months. We got to give him, we got to give him some trouble. Oh, man, when Jose went to, I'm also excited about the yeah. Super Bowl. I'm you know, because I'm going to animate it. No, the trucker thing is I'm going to animate it.
<laughs> okay. Ditto what Plain Water said. That was Jose's comment. <laughs> Are you ever going to end the show? Done. Done. We didn't even talk about how Jim Rome showed up on CBS. A great moment I missed. I wish I would have seen it, but I did it. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. But maybe not. Oh!